When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Lawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm sending the ladies. So what? Yeah, it's the Melchester Odyssey again. Here we are. The best of Royal the Rovers, the 1980s. 208 pages of scorching soccer action with an introduction by Sam celebrity media friend Gary Lineker. Mm. Uh, friend and well, close neighbour. I say that. I mean, the truth, the horrible truth is mm. he's... He's not my friend. He's my friend. You can call Gary Lineker a friend target. Uh, imaginary friend? Could you call him that? No, maybe? you have to set your targets high. The thing about me is right. I don't like to have too many friends. Most of my friends yeah. are like friends I acquired in the 1980s, and I, re- I don't really yeah. refresh very often. Um, okay. uh, so if I am going to handpick a new friend, it's got to be something mm. or someone very special. And so I'm a believer in setting the target high. And it couldn't be any higher than Gary Lineker. He lives nearby. I've had dealings Mm. with him in the past. Um, As as yet, we're not sure whether he recalls those dealings or not. But I've sat next to him in the local media hub. And I I think I'm in with a chance. So let's just call him Sam's friendship target. I would would call him a friend in waiting. Friend in waiting, okay, yeah. Because I think it feels inevitable. I mean, most people around here as well, Andy, the the, the real thing that gives me hope, and this this is true, is that most people in my area are, you know, boring cunts. Hmm. Whereas me, fun time Sammy, right? Yeah, yeah. Loads of banter, great chat. Mm. Um, Yeah, just fun to be around, fun to spend time with, but also a a sensitive side, a shoulder to cry on in times of need. Um, so I'm I'm emotionally open. You dress in tracksuits and and baseball caps and that sort of thing. You look you, you try and dress like a considerably younger man. Younger so man that too. You can, um, I'm a bit younger than him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so I can help him pe- around. I could help him around the house with chores. Yeah. Mm. So like my my mate moved to uh, LA. My mate Mike from Macclesfield. He moved to LA to try and start a new magazine. And he secured right. he secured the funding for it, but um, just as they were about to, look, it was a great idea for a magazine. It was called Lemonade, and this was in about the late nineties, early noughties, around about the time I was about to set up Enter the CD ROM magazine. Of course, yeah. And he he went there because he had an opportunity to launch a magazine. They were going to call it Lemonade. Great name for a magazine, right? I like it. And it was celebrities interviewing other celebrities. That was the entire magazine. Oh, so good. So it was a good idea. And at the last minute, the dot-com bubble burst. There was <gasps> a recession. And or it was Ugh. actually, I know when it was, it was 9-11. A lot of people got jittery. Presumably they thought that the world was going to end. Although I never understood they, how they, that should negatively they, affect investments. Because if you think the world's going to end... 
they probably thought we can't go setting up a magazine because someone might fly a fucking plane into the office and then right. that'll be that. Ah, oh, no, I tell you, anything that's building based, bad investment now because a plane could be a plane with a bunch of Arabs on could be flown into any building at a moment's notice and then <laughs> and you watch your money go up in smoke. <laughs> right, they're, they're targeting uh, all the mags next, you know. Kerrang, <laughs> Cajun Avery Bird, the lot. Royal Bella, Rovers. Bella and Best, both of them. They're gonna get planed. They're gonna get planed. <laughs> you're getting planed. <laughs> if you're a fucking magazine, right? This is Bin Laden's video play. that he that he put out on Al Jazeera. Oh, it's me again, Bin Laden. Bit of a warning for you for the infidel dogs, right? If you're publishing a magazine, right, that Don't promotes, what it is. promotes Any kind. and espouses, right? Infidel Western ideas, ideas, and and pictures, and puts evil thoughts into the minds of ordinary people. Then you're getting planed. You saw I did it to the financial district <laughs> in New York, and next I'm going to be doing it to magazine publishers, even independents, even and if you do a fanzine. Go, don't go trying to circumvent what I've just said by launching one on a CD-ROM. <laughs> That's included under the same umbrella. Still, That's a it, magazine as well. If you can buy it in Smiths, you're a target, right? So don't say I didn't <laughs> warn you. Just because it's not on paper, if it's got content that can be consumable, it's on the fucking <laughs> list. You're it's, getting planed. It's, it's, it's worthy of getting a plane in. <laughs> I'll even do it to fanzines and all, the ones that some of them are funny like. But even them, I don't care. Getting planed. Some of them are funny. A lot of them, to be fair, are self-indulgent. I might <laughs> let them off because they've got enough fucking problems. But if it's a successful one, it's on it's, the planing list. It's getting planed. I'll get around to planing all of you eventually. Anyway, as a result of them fe- fearing that it might get planed <laughs> after 9-11, he found himself in LA, but there was no. he didn't have the job that he'd gone out there for. But he Do thought... It. Fuck it, I'll stay here anyway. It's well nice and sunny. And I'd rather take my chances freelancing here than back in fucking London or Macclesfield. So fair play to him. So whenever I spoke to him, he was like, you know, doing a little bit of writing. But then to make ends meet in between, he was doing whatever was going around. He's only fucking ended up doing odd jobs around Rod Stewart's house. <laughs> I think he got talking to Rod Stewart about the football down at the fucking English pub where they watch the football. Yeah. And Rod Stewart's going, Oh, yeah, do you know anything about painting skirting boards or something like that? <laughs> and Mike's going, Yeah, I you've mean, got, no you've, problem. You've got, an, you've got an accent. You yeah. sound like you're not from, you're not push. You're you not could probably uh, change a fuse, can you? I need some uh, boxes lifted out of me downstairs drawing room up into the spare room. <laughs> Do you think you can do how much do you charge for something like that? Uh thousand pounds? Yeah, it sounds very reasonable. Yeah. Here's me address. Come round. Come round tomorrow or something. And I'll just leave the thousand pounds in an envelope. Yeah, all right. <laughs> if Rod Stewart asked you to move some boxes, I don't care who you are, you'd fucking do it, wouldn't you? Yeah, oh yeah. Fucking definitely. And that's what I'm saying, going back to Lineker. That's what I'm saying I could do for Lineker. Lineker, go, listen, mate, consider, look, just consider the benefits of me as a friend. And also, Mm. I could double as an odd job man because I live nearby. 
right? Yeah. I've sometimes got um, a bit of time and I could really pop handy. round. Could pop Available round. most of the time. I could rake your leaves in your garden. It's autumn. There's a lot of fucking leaves yeah. in the garden. That needs yeah. doing. Busy man like you. Between match of the day on a Saturday and Champions League coverage for BT Sport on a Tuesday, Wednesday, you're yeah. not going to have much time to do these little chores. But they're important. Don't as well, don't, don't forget about the guttering as well, Sam, because there'll be a lot of leaves in the guttering. I'll, get out. I'll do your guttering um, if you want, Gary. Yeah. Um, I can bring my own ladder, or presumably you've got a selection of ladders of varying lengths. So mm. don't worry, I'll do that. You could, um, we could maybe tweet him from the, the podcast account and see if he's interested. Mate, I live around the corner. Do you need any odd jobs done? <laughs> put a leaflet through his door. Just shout. I'm going to come round later. I'm going to put 40 quid through your door, Pancho style. <laughs> I'll ring you up in the middle of the night. I'm going to put, see if you've got I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to go round his house, right, and put two £20 notes through the letterbox. Then I'm mm. going to go home and tweet him and go, yeah. Gary, are you up? <laughs> I just put 40 quid through your letterbox. Consider it a little sweetener for our prospective friendship. <laughs> if you're awake, go down and check in the hallway now. And this will be what three in the morning. Yeah. Do you think he gets like a, an alert when he gets a, a reply? Yeah, one of them pings. And he's like, "Oh, I'm what's a, that? Oh, someone's I'm, tweeted I'm, me. I've had a tweet. <laughs> I better read what it is. Oh, apparently <laughs> someone's just put forty quid through my door. Brilliant. Yeah, you better go down and check now because if you've got cats or that, they might eat it. A lot of cats eat money when it comes through the door unless you pick it <laughs> up nice and quick. <laughs> oh man um, should we get on with Roy the Rovers yeah so yeah it's half time in this game that they need to win by five clear goals um, and Noel Baxter's having a bit of a fucking whine as they go off if it wasn't for Coburn we'd have the game in the bag by now yeah. um, Duncan Mackay says aye it'd be five nil uh, Roy's <laughs> in a good <laughs> <laughs> it's in a good mood though. Yeah. Come on, lads, what are you complaining about? We only need two more. And, and City aren't even in the game. So don't get frustrated. Stay cool. Stay sharp. And the goals are bound to come. <laughs> so and the, if they the don't, talk. well, who okay. cares? Ultimately, <laughs> I'm I'm buzzing my fucking nut off. I'm still buzzing from that fucking helicopter journey here. I've got two weeks in LA booked in the summer. I'm going to Rod Stewart's house. Go around Rod Stewart's. It's always a fucking party round is. I'm not taking pen. She's off to Crete with the kids. I've told her I'm going there for a uh, commercial opportunity. Yeah, you could call it that. <laughs> Have you heard his new one? He's gone disco. Do you think I'm sexy? I fucking like it. Some of his diehard fans aren't fan- you know, think that it's a bit of a betrayal of his rock and roll roots, you know. I fucking love it. I'm thinking of getting some of them tight leopard skin trousers he wears in the video <laughs> I'm kind of like the Rod Stewart of football if you think about it right you are supposed to be delivering a half time team talk not parading yourself around the dressing room singing do you think I am sexy by Rod Stewart <laughs> like some kind of English infidel <laughs> so Second half, uh, as the second half wore on, it wasn't surprising some of the Rovers became too eager to score. Mm, so Paco Diaz is trying to take on the whole Stambridge team. And it, it, it's gone a bit Scottish there, hasn't he? He's going, ah! 
Yeah, he's been hanging around a lot. As you've just said, Arriba! Yeah, that's what he usually says. But he's been spending a lot of time. Unlikely friendship between Paco Diaz and Duncan Mackay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about those two. They've been spending a lot of time together. It don't make sense. Compared facial hair. Yeah, I don't know. Very fucking strange. Could be a couple of Roggins, if you know what I mean, Blackie. (laughs) Keep an eye on that for uh... us. Find out if they're having it off. I ain't got a problem with it, but it's my right to know. 20 quid says they are. <laughs> Fancy you know, your chances. I'm not going to fucking, you know, it's legal now. You know, this is the 80s we're living in. So I'm not going to cause problems, but it is my right to know about the private sexual peccadillos of every one of my players. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm not saying I disagree with it. These are changing times. But if they're <laughs> at it, I need to know about it. And if you can get pictures, that's even better. (laughs) It's bound to affect their performance on the field of play. (laughs) And mine, for that matter. (laughs) Because I won't be able able to stop thinking about it. Stop visualising things when I'm supposed to be concentrating (laughs) on scoring goals. (laughs) You know, scoring goals, we're all having a good hug as a celebration. You know, you don't know what they're thinking. Yeah. I knew it was, don't get me wrong, I knew it was a fucking risk when I signed a Spaniard. Right? A lot of people warned me. You They'll never fuck know. anything, that lot. He's a Spaniard. He's got a tash. He could cause problems amongst the lads. <laughs> but I thought, no, I trust my boys. It'll be fine. The, the, They'll fuck to anything. Be, to be honest, the, the, the last person I fucking expected to get sucked into this kind of thing was Dunk. But then again, you know, he goes around wearing that fucking headband all the time. That's not right, is it? He's a very, very masculine man. You know, some of them are like that. They like that. They call them bears. So- some in, of them are bears, some of them are twigs. In, in the, uh, Duncan's a bear. In the homo community, I think that's the PC term for it, they call them bears, see? And that's what Dunk... I, don't ask me how I know, I pick stuff up, don't I? I hear things, I read things, I'm a well-read man, right? <laughs> He's what you call a bear, and, you know, Paco would have identified him early doors and groomed him, and I feel Holding bad for him, on now. him. yeah. Because, I mean, the Spaniards, they'll fuck women, they'll fuck men, they'll fuck white goods in the house. <laughs> yeah. Anything. Vacuum cleaners. You know... Anything it, that moves. Backy, you know how in Spain they don't have autumn, do they? <laughs> I've never even thought about it, but... Oh, you know, it's summer all year round, isn't it? So, Paco had <laughs> never seen, you know, autumn leaves on the floor all crispy and crunchy-like till he came here to Melchester, right? <laughs> First thing he did when he saw a nice big pile of them out the back is he got his cock out and fucked them. <laughs> True story. You know, the washing machine, the washing machine's on full spin. What I've heard what they do is they lean against it, get the vibrations, and they open the tray where you put the, the washing powder in, sticks his cock in it. True story. Yeah, and sometimes he puts, if he's feeling dead saucy, he puts in a bit of fucking fabric conditioner as well. Lube. <laughs> Makes it all, uh, you know, slippery. Anyway, we've got a match to win here, so let's not dwell too <laughs> yeah. much on that Stop stuff. Stop talking about it, Blackie, you fucking weirdo. Stop going on, <laughs> asking questions. But I'll put you on the list. Us. You're disgusting. Come on, focus on the match. <laughs> all right, boss. <laughs> Don't even know why you're thinking about it with that nice wife you've got at home. Yeah. If you're thinking about any sort of bombing, you should be thinking about bombing her. Someone will take her off you if you're not careful. Fucking yours truly. Roy, it would be an honour 
if you were to have sexual relations. I mean, as much as if if my missus cheated on me, it would break me half forever. If she were going to do it, I'd want her to do it with you, Roy. It would be an honour. And I'd yeah, quite yeah, like to watch from inside the wardrobe if that's impossible. <laughs> no, well, it, that well, might have been appealing to me until you started talking about it. Part of the thrill for me is getting one over on the fucking husband. But if you're fucking endorsing the old thing, the old boss is gone. You can tell her to forget it. I didn't know you were going to be complicit. Now it takes away the thrill. This is a great shame. I'm going to have to put you on the transfer list after this, Blackie. <laughs> you're disgusting. You're, you're no use to me anymore. You used to be all right. You're a fucking weirdo now. <laughs> I'll put you on the list with the benders. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, boss. <laughs> I've upset you now. Yeah, you fucking have. <laughs> Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Jalapeño. So we've got this match to finish. Um, right, then came a stroke of luck for Manchester as the ball was rifled back into the goal mouth. <laughs> Fucking hell. Talk about disco. The uh, the Stanbridge defenders pulled some kind of disco move there, uh, handled the ball. Uh, Diaz is still lying on his on his front outside the, outside the box. Uh, handball! It's a penalty to Rovers. Hooray! Duncan Mackay steps up. <laughs> Duncan Mackay steps up, and not even Len Corburn could stop him. He's blammed it right into the corner. Yes, Melchester four, Stanbridge City nil. This is all going incredibly well. Uh, not even mighty Melchester Stadium had known such excitement and the reaction from the crowd is just one more goal and we're safe 10 minutes left Rovers could still do it we won 5 we won 5 so it's uh, it's on a knife edge really there's only 10 minutes to go mm. and they need another goal uh, urged on by a continuous roar Blackie Gray and Roy suddenly produced a brilliant 1-2 and Roy is in the clear, it's the ball's gone over Coburn's head. Roy appears to be six yards out from the goal. It's an open goal. There doesn't seem to be any way he can not score this. But no, the City keeper had no choice, it says, and Coburn pulls him down. Now, that'd be a no straight choice. red now, wouldn't it? You've always got a choice, mate. You don't have to fucking pull someone down when he's gone round you. 
That's Roy's a straight red. The ball down. How is that ever not a straight red? That's what I'm interested in. Yeah. Is that they introduced the rule, they gave it a name, the professional foul. Professional foul. And it was before this, it was 1980. Yeah. After the it was, 1980 it, Cup final, wasn't it? It was Willie Young. Yeah, Willie Young took down Paul Allen when he was clear through yeah. on goal. Which apparently, I was reading in my, or I was listening to a Clive Allen interview. No, I've been reading up on Clive Allen. And he Getting said... a bit obsessed with Clive Allen. He now. said yeah. that Paul Allen told him that Willie Young did him a favour because Paul Allen, of course, was 17 years old. It was very late in the game. And mm. the Wembley pitch, we know, is very draining on the old legs. And yeah, he said, they always he, used to get he, the cramp, didn't they? He said they always he, go down with the cramp. He said, Willie Young did me a favour that day. He goes, because I was clean through on goal. Mm. Think, was Jennings still in goal for Arsenal in those days? But anyway, he goes, been, yeah. I was clean through on the keeper. He said he fucking, uh, I thought, I'm going to screw this up and it's going to be really, it's going to be a horrible miss. So Willie it's Young gonna... took me down, saved me the embarrassment. Fucking <laughs> hell, with confidence in himself. Mm. So, I mean, Roy's chested this down, even if Coburn pulls him down, it looks like the ball will just roll into the empty net anyway. Yeah. But no. Uh, he's pulled him down. The ref is right on the spot. Penalty! The shout. Hooray! It's a penalty! What will Roy do now? This could be our last hope of staying in the first division. Will he leave the responsibility to Duncan Mackay? Let's not forget the story, he just scored one. Yeah. Or take the penalty himself? What do you think he'll do, Sam? I'll have him in this one. <laughs> or I'm having the fucking glory does he think I'll have the glory. He's just saying, I tell you what, the stakes are high in this. You're welcome <laughs> to it, Donk, because I'm not yeah, going to fucking could- end up with egg on my face. Could go either way, couldn't it? But it says at the bottom, because it's the end of this week's chapter, and it says, it really is a penalty not to be missed. Mm. Um, so, Mark's at a 10 for that one. I'm giving that a 10. 10. It's on fire at the minute, this yeah, issue. Yeah, it's just pure action, pure match action all the yeah. way. And it really is exciting. You're, I mean, yeah, you're genuinely wondering whether or not they're going to get relegated now. And we'll find out. We'll, we'll crack on and get through the rest of it, and uh, hopefully we'll find out for the end of this episode mm. uh, the next week was 30th of May 1981 and uh, Roy the Rovers was on the front cover it's Duncan Mackay that's taking it and Roy saying it's all up to you Duncan there's no one else <laughs> there we are putting, yeah. up, putting it all on Duncan's shoulders pressure and you're yeah, fucking welcome worry, to it don't worry no one will blame you if you fuck it up try to put fucking I I give up don't worry yeah and try to fucking put thoughts of your fucking bum chum over there, Paco, out of your head, right? <laughs> or maybe, if it, I don't know, I don't know how you work it together. Maybe a little <laughs> wink from him will fucking inspire. I don't know how you people work. What are you talking about, Gaffer? I have no idea as to what you're from. Yeah, 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 like we'll talk about after the fucking game. Let's just Look, say, I've, I notice things, right? I watch, I listen, <laughs> right? I've got right. six senses, I use them all. Roy, I'm trying to focus on this penalty kick. Yeah, yeah fine, yeah, yeah. get on Look, with it. Just I've got a mate who's got I've got a mate who's got a static caravan up the coast. <laughs> what I'm saying is if you put this away, you and your pal can have a weekend on me. Right? I no won't mention it asked. to no one. No one. We don't want to involve the police in this. <laughs> Those days are gone. Come on. <laughs> so we find out inside what happens. Uh, someone shouts, good luck, Dunk, keep us in the first division. And we go into the actual strip itself, continued from front cover. As a hush fell over the vast stadium, apart from the scattered cries of the Stambridge fans. Scattered cries! Scattered cries! <laughs> uh, 
The tension, it's unbelievable. Charlie Carter can't even bear to look. Nor can I. And they've all got their hands over their faces. One of them's pulled his hat down over his eyes. Another one's put his scarf over his eyes like he's in eyes wide shut or something. Um, there's a ginger fella that looks like Rod Hull who just hasn't got a hat or a scarf. Um, one of the fellows looks like he's going to cry. Duncan Mackay takes the penalty. He hits it to the right. The keeper's right. He hit the other one to the keeper's left, which went in. The keeper guesses correctly, gets a palm onto it, and pushes it onto the post. It comes out. Rebound. And Vic Guthrie is in first. He can't miss. The keeper's lying on the ground. Guthrie comes in. It's clearly a left-footed shot. It needs to be. It's on the the left-hand side of the goal. Guthrie hits it with his right foot. Yeah. And for some fucking reason, he's in defender mode, I think, and slices it wide of the post. Just as we were talking earlier about the in the last episode about his bad technique, the centre back's bad technique yeah, in front of goal. He's done the same shot again, hasn't he? Yeah, he's done the same shot again. Um, he's put it wide. Someone shouts, "Oh no, no! It's no. still only four nil." Uh, and even as Roy turned away in dismay, the referee blows his whistle. Peep! Full time. We didn't make it, Roy thinks. The Rovers have been relegated. Ah, oh, oh well, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably fuck off. I'll probably get offered loads of jobs in the top flight. Probably take Nothing a to worry England about. job. That's an easy life. Rock up uh, once this- every couple of months. The Stanbridge, the Stanbridge skipper was the first to sympathise with Roy, comes over, shakes his hand. You'll soon be back, Roy, if you play like you did today. Next season, there isn't a team in the second division that'll live with you. Uh, thanks for the kind words, Andy. I really, really, truly could not give a fuck right now. <laughs> um, we didn't find out who the uh, Stanbridge sub was either. Never. It said to be announced was that yeah. just a red herring. They're announcing him after the game. That's Maybe the way the they do it. The cartoonist couldn't be, couldn't think of another name. Oh, I've run out. All your names. You'd think you'd just fucking open the phone book and have a look, wouldn't you? Get one yeah. out of there. Charles Charlson. That'll do. He can go on the bench. Jeff <laughs> uh, name. All around the ground, the loyalty of the Rovers fans is beginning to reassert itself. And the Rovers are doing a lap of honour for some fucking weird reason. So what if they've been relegated? We'll still be watching the greatest club in the land next season. Deluded. Absolutely deluded. Uh, oh, that cinema's getting smashed up now. Oh, yeah. They're set packing fire to it, won't they? Christ. Uh, that's They'll right, be one of going, them says. Fuck this. Let's fucking, hey, stick around. Nine to five with that Dolly Parton's in the next screen in about fucking 20 <laughs> minutes. That'll take our mind off things. And storm into there. Have you seen uh, that one, Tootsie? Where Dustin Hoffman <laughs> off the graduate dresses up as a bird. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Bit confusing as well, but I really enjoyed it. <laughs> there we are. The, the, there's fans running on the pitch, which is clearly an arrestable offence now, but was all right there. Rovers are... It's like a celebratory atmosphere. It's ridiculous. Now it's our turn to make the effort. Come on! We followed the Rovers in the glory, glory days, and we'll follow them now. Hooray! Fucking hell, these cunts are off their heads. Yeah. Um, 
the the Melchester players are being chaired off on their shoulders. This is insane. You did your best, Racy. That's all that counts. I fucking didn't. You know what? I could have tried a lot fucking harder. I'll uh, tell you that. I fucking gave up all my other operations. Mm. My other fucking... operations and projects and fucking little side hustles and hobbies. Uh, I got a I lot fucking been... on. That's what you cunts been... don't understand. So you lot, you've got such <laughs> empty lives. This is everything. To me, this is just one of a million fucking plates I'm spinning one day to the next. I'm running an empire. It's Roy Race Incorporated. And they're all singing for he's a jolly good fellow to Roy. Pathetic. Uh, we'll support you ever more. It's it's like cult behaviour. It's deranged. fucking stupid. I mean, listen, we all pride ourselves, or some clubs do, Sunderland, West Ham, both being one of them, other teams not so much, of when you go down, <laughs> you stick with your team through thick mm. and thin. But there's a fucking limit. You don't fucking celebrate on the day you get relegated. No. Fuck's sake. There's decorum. And there's none of that here. It's the it's, it's grand mass delusion. Now, there's a bloke who looks a bit like Mickey Quinn sitting, <laughs> sitting up in the stands while all of this fucking nonsense is taking part. Mm. And it seems to be a sudden shift in narrative or the introduction of a new fascinating uh, new theme to the story a keen-eyed figure watched the amazing demonstration and he's sit here he's wearing spectacles and a suit and tie and he's up in the stands looking mysterious and he's thinking to himself you'd think they just won the league championship that settles it the magic of this (laughs) club has got to be shared by the whole nation even the world the whole nation wasn't already aware of Melchester fucking yeah, Rovers. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to fucking bring bring the attention of the of the nation to this obscure <laughs> club who win the league almost every year. With a player that scores 43 goals every season without yeah. fail. Um, yeah. So the weary Rovers escape from their fans, and they're all they're all smiles as they walk off the pitch after relegation. Phew! What a scene. With fans like ours, perhaps relegation isn't such a disaster after all. Perhaps we can go down again next season, see what Division 3's like. <laughs> oh, yeah, Noel Baxter says that. Even if we go down to the fourth, they'll still follow us. He's laughing can, as he says it as yeah, well. we can fuck this up every year. These days, We've made these, it. these days, if this sort of shit happened, it would be captured on someone's mobile and there would be absolute yeah. outrage. It'd be Melchester players caught laughing at fans moments after relegation. Ah, the yeah. dopey cunts. They'll fucking turn up and watch anything. <laughs> Look at, and by the way, Duncan Mackay's in the background as well going, ha, 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 This is most, I concur. This is very amusing. I appreciate this jovial atmosphere. Despite relegation, we are able to keep our spirits up by laughing at our buffoon fans. <laughs> but they're blind. And then, um... Their blind and ill-informed loyalty to us. <laughs> we are on easy street. <laughs> so uh, Ben Galloway is in the dressing room and he says, uh, someone to see you, Roy, and Mr. Simon Booker from Midlands Television. Fuck Roy says, not now, Ben, please. You have to fuck off. Uh, give me a chance to grab a shower and they can have all the interviews they fuck, want. Fuck me. Can I at least fucking wash my cock first? <laughs> It fucking stinks after all I've done out there today. <laughs> it stinks like a fucking farmyard. 
Fuck me, these people are vultures. They won't let a man fucking wash his cock before they fucking want a pound of flesh off you. <laughs> Look, I've been relegated. I need a bit of time alone to revitalise my cock. <laughs> I've got what's known in the game as relegation cock. <laughs> and it's not fucking pretty, I can tell you. <laughs> The only way we're going to get back in the first division is to bounce back straight away and we need to wash our cocks. Now, now. where's me talc? <laughs> where's me cock talc? I got the old Melchester fucking cock tap from the club shop and that. <laughs> fucking all branded up. You see that uh, Kevin King and Henry Cooper soap on a rope? Well, I'm knocking out Roy Ray's cock talc. <laughs> and it's fucking flying off the shelves. I could probably retire from fucking playing and just make me money off of that. It's called brand expansion. Look it up. You've heard of that funny powder? Well, this is cocktail. (laughs) Next best thing. (laughs) Like like fanny powder, but for blokes, so it's better. (laughs) (laughs) Because of the sexist hierarchy of society. Um... So, yeah, Simon Booker from Midlands Television. And Simon Booker says, uh, It's not just an interview I want, Roy. You see, I'm actually a television producer. Producer, producer in bold. In bold. Yeah. A producer. Roy's head spins. Fuck hey. me. Hey. Fuck it out. Sounds a bit fucking big time. All right, I'm listening. The cock they've can wait. The, Talk to me. They've sent the organ grinder along for once, not the monkey. All right, fine. If you don't, mind, you the st- if you don't mind the stench of my relegation, cock... I'll give you five minutes now. Talk to me. Go. Press press play. Turn the volume up. Go. Hit me. Give Racy your best shot. What is it? You want me to be the new, new James Bond? Answer, no. Not interested. That franchise is dead. It's just about to be destroyed by Indiana Jones. Next you question. Want to, you want me to take over from Parkinson? Maybe. I'll lead, I'll lead an helicopter down there on a Saturday night, though. <laughs> But no, uh, Simon Booker says, I want to make a television serial to be broadcast twice a week about you and Melchester Rovers. Yeah, that well, sounds I shit, like the to first be honest. <laughs> if it's just about me, that'll be good. Not so much the Melchester stuff. Yeah, I know. I think so, that we can have a conversation about it, but you're going to have to refine this idea a lot if anyone's going to fucking watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is. They've been relegated and Roy's been offered some kind of fucking TV show. Um, and it just simply says at the end, see further developments surrounding the famous Rovers next week, which basically means I haven't thought of next week's story yeah, yet. Yeah, what's happening next. They've been relegated, so we're just going to do something about a TV show. It's the, the close birth, season. What we could be about to see is the birth of reality TV. It might be, yeah. It, like, it's the close season. We'll probably make up some imaginary tournament in his kid's head. Put that on. <laughs> And knowing his kid as well, it'll be fucking weird. <laughs> right, that's it from this one. Uh, it feels like a turning point in this series. Melchester have been relegated. And we'll see where they go from there. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. You yeah, know, keep it's it been coming. a rollercoaster season. There's loads more to come. We're only halfway through the book, so we've got a whole season ahead of us with Melchester in the second division. Wonder how that will turn hell. out. A whole new bunch of teams to play against and everything. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, TTFN. All the best. Have rest. Just rest. Just rest.
Get rest. Get rest. Have rest. Just rest. <laughs> With Top Flight Time Machine. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. 